Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide, Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out my books and other ways to work with me at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, friend, and welcome to this episode where we're going to be chatting about finding happiness through a cocoon lens. That's quite the episode title, if we're being honest. (laughs) But that was what I came up with. So here we are. When you're 183 episodes in, actually more than that, including guest episodes uh, from the past years, uh, you know, it just, you just start making stuff weird. So but for real, we this is actually a thing I do want to talk about um, because we can find happiness through simply how we're choosing to look at life through our perspective, through whichever lens that we're choosing. We've only heard of rose-colored ones, right? Have you heard of others? I've just made one. It's called the cocoon lens. Uh, anyway, but we can start to shift the way that we perceive things and the way that we see things, and it can actually really affect us on a mental and emotional level. Um It can really help to shape our beliefs. It can really help to influence the actions that we take or the actions that we don't take. Um, And it can be a complete game changer when you just make this simple tweak in how you're seeing things. Honestly, it is probably, if there's ever a shortcut, if we're being, okay, let's, let's be real. If there was ever any kind of shortcut I could provide you, it would be to shift your perspective around any given situation. Like if you're feeling stuck and you're having an issue and you're trying to figure out how to like grow from it, get out of it, whatever, usually the perspective shift is going to be the key that unlocks it. Um, It just creates magic. It shifts your energy. It influences other things around you. It's just mind boggling. Um, So it just has this massive ripple effect when you change your perspective. Simple enough. Okay. So the, this, the, the past, it wasn't the past week. Anyway, I was spending the, the week, one of my weeks, cause, cause words, um, with, with a dear friend of mine, my friend Alicia, I'm just going to call her out by name. Hey, hey boo. What's up? Oh, I just smacked my microphone. Um, anyway, we were spending the week together and, you know, we just, we, we were friends. So we were talking about things and, you know, we were just kind of talking about, you know, there's, there's this immense gratitude, right. For where we're at in life, but there's also this, um, this, this frustration that can come when you see the bigger picture that you're working towards, right. Whether it's something you're trying to manifest, a goal you're trying to reach, magic you're trying to make happen, however you want to see it, right. There's this bigger picture and just not being there yet. 
um, and just going through life's motions and pacing yourself. And so we were just kind of on that topic um, because, you know, for her, it was kind of coming up uh, more so in like a sense of home. For me, that has been a constant theme in sense of career. And it was just, it was fascinating. And sometimes I love those conversations when you can just be honest and be real and be open with how you're feeling and how you're thinking about things. Because a lot of times, um, especially when you're talking with somebody that's on like a similar wavelength and then you like lend maybe advice or, you know, a a perspective shift (laughs) um, to that friend and it like helps you in return. It's really great. So, so we're having one of those, one of those conversations and, um, you know, talking about coping with the discontent that you can feel um, not being there and still knowing that your life is still on a good track. You know, it's not that we're necessarily sitting in this pity party of like, my life sucks, meh, meh, meh. I think it's almost even harder or it can feel potentially harder, right? When things in your life are good, yet there's this one thing that is not where you'd like it to be yet. That can be a little more difficult. Um, And I've definitely... Oh gosh, it's been a while now. It's been a few years, but I was something I recognized a quite quite a while ago was that I was holding myself back with gratitude. Now, gratitude's a great thing. You guys hear me talk about gratitude all the time. Um, gratitude's phenomenal, but you know we can kind of use it in a way of um, dampening our our dreams and holding ourselves back of just being like, I have this big dream and I want to see it happen, but I'm not there yet. But you know what? I'm grateful for where I'm at, so I'm just gonna sit here. And we can be grateful for with where we're at, but still pursue the bigger thing. You know, that's a whole other conversation. But um, so we started talking. I'm a metaphor person. If you've been listening for a while, you 110,000% know this. Don't think that's a number. Maybe. No, that's a number. Goodness. I'm not here to do math. I'm here to talk to you about cocoons. Anyway, (laughs) so I got on this metaphor Um, because it was something that I had kind of gone down a hole with before. And when I sometimes when I use words or use metaphors, I then go into researching them so I can understand the process and make sure (laughs) that I'm like on par. I feel like it's making a a really solid parallel Um, because that's just that's just me. But um, we were talking about aspects of life as these like necessary cocoons and um one of the things that had come up was, you know, location, like where they were living and um, knowing that that wasn't really like the forever place um, and that they could, they could see themselves, you know, being somewhere else at some point. And, um, and I had just, I just kind of said, I was like, I think this place is your cocoon. Um, I think this is the place for you to really learn lessons and experiment and play and try things um, in a way that is maybe a bit more stable so that when you do go off to other places or this other place, right, like it'll, you'll really have almost like the solid foundation within yourself uh, when you go there. And so 
you know, we just started seeing these really tough pieces of life where we love them and we appreciate them and we're grateful for them, but they're just not the thing that we're working towards. Um, and just seeing them as these necessary cocoons. And like I was saying earlier, I love to I love to dig a little. So I was looking up just the whole process of what happens in a cocoon. And it's basically self-recycling. I'm going to like totally dumb this down and make it so brief. So for any nerds out there that like know all about the cocoon business, please don't come at me. I know you won't, but um, don't come at me in your head because it's just wasted effort. I'm just just doing a brief overview. Um, But yeah, it's basically like self-recycling. So from my understanding... Everything that they have consumed, these caterpillars, right, things, that everything they have consumed then turns, for the most part, it's different for each species. I'm getting ahead of myself. Those chemicals allow their bodies, once they get in their cocoon, to be broken down, right? And then they build back up into something entirely new. What in the F? <laughs> it's so cool and it's so amazing. And transition especially in these longer periods, feels like this constant subtle discomfort. Um, And I could definitely equate it to maybe, well, I don't know what it feels like to be completely melted down and then rebuilt, but like I can, I can fathom. Um, But, you know, it really is kind of this just like constant discomfort of like everything that had built you up is now breaking you down. And then is going to build you back up in a in a new way so that you actually can accomplish more things. You can pursue new dreams. You can reach new heights that you you couldn't even have reached before, like not even close. So when we have these big these big goals, you know, I feel like especially stretched out when it takes them a while. It is this constant, subtle discomfort and discontent. And this perspective shift of of seeing it as this is a place for me to grow. This is a space or time for me to release, to let go of things that aren't serving me, to learn really valuable lessons, to, you know, experiment, to let it all fall into different pieces, right? So that I can figure out how I best want to put the pieces back together or how maybe they'll best just fall back together. Maybe they'll do it on their own, right? Like if we can see life and our struggles and those tough times through this cocoon type lens, it can be really relieving. I know it was for me in a sense. I'm not saying that's going to make it easy and that everything's just going to be cake and potatoes from then on out. Don't ask why. I like cake. I like potatoes. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be that way. There's still going to be tough points and struggles and emotions felt and, you know, things happening. But if you can see that larger picture of, of all of those things are serving this really beautiful purpose, it can definitely help you to cope and it can help you to find happiness and realize that there there is purpose in, in what's what's happening right now. And that it doesn't have to be forever, that it that it can be temporary, right? And and I think too that when we finally break out of that cocoon, that's more of that like big 
almost overwhelming transition that we feel. Um, And I feel like that's talked about quite a bit. I've talked about it quite a bit is that like big transition moment because it's the one that catches our attention, right? I mean, think about going from the inside of a cocoon for how freaking long and then being outside of it, like, like baby blinded eyes, you know, like with the sun or whatever. Um, It's just this whole other world. And then you have like these these abilities, you have this way of being that's totally new to you that you're like testing out and trying to get used to. So we're kind of more accustomed to looking at those big transitions and that, that, like, that like breaking out point. But I think we don't give as much time or attention or focus to that subtle discomfort because a lot of times we can see this transitionatory, I hope that's a word, period, as more of something that's wrong with us and that that we're having an issue and ironically we're seeing ourselves as being broken maybe when really we're just breaking down to build back up like it's part of the process and it's okay but we take it very maybe personally and I'm not trying to make this assumption about you I'm just saying this can be maybe the common experience right a collective experience if you will but um you know, we can we can take that as something that we're doing wrong or something that's wrong with us or something that we just innately need to fix when in reality we just need to go with the motions. We need to let it teach us. We need to let it shape us. And we need to remind ourselves that it's only temporary. And a lot of times if we work with it, right, if we allow it to help us grow, and we're not trying to resist it and reject it and deny it and shame it and shut it down. Um, it's really going to be for our highest benefit, right? I mean, there have been, and and again, when I was speaking about it earlier, I was talking about seeing aspects of life. I'm not just saying that there are like specific chunks of time in life where it'll you'll be in a cocoon. But I think about more of my teenage years. I was in, it was this aspect of life around my mental health. That was, that was cocooning, right? And then another part um, was I was having this kind of cocoon experience around relationships. And now I feel like I'm, I'm experiencing this cocoon effect with my career. And like I said, with my friend, it was with um, home and it can show up in all these different aspects of life. It can show up with identity. It can it can expand, you know, beyond that with your, with your spirituality, um, wh- whatever it might be, right? So if we allow ourselves to look at things in that light, it, it can kind of grant us um, patience and understanding and also a bit of perseverance, right? And those things combined can really allow us to finally kind of sit in a place of happiness, even though... We're still changing. We're still growing. We're still moving through this really crazy process. Um, But we're allowing ourselves to go for that ride instead of fighting against the current, if you will. So that's my spielio on a cocoon lens. (laughs) I hope you found it helpful. Um, I, I hope you were able to take some things away from it. And again, this is something where I kind of lent this this metaphor and and it sat with me. And now I'm applying it myself. Like we're all like 
No one's the ex- no one's the exception. I mean, maybe somebody's the exception. Like, go you. <laughs> then you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but um, we we can try these things out. And maybe you try out the cocoon lens and you're like, nah, this ain't for me. And that's totally fine. Um, but I encourage you, you know, play with things and see what works for you. And again, I, I offered this and then I was like, I want to try it. And then I realized it was really helpful. <laughs> you know, I have other practices in place, um, other things I do to help myself navigate it, of course, like this isn't the end all be all, but it really helped massively on on a lot of levels um, and created a really good anger point for me so that when it is feeling hard, I can look at it through this lens and go, ah, and then feel a little bit centered again and then go back into my other practices to help me navigate it. So again, hope that was really helpful for you. And if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling your friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. Because you have a carrier pigeon, right? I do. No, I don't. That was a lie. You can also check out my free tools, books, and other ways to work with me at www.simplyolly.com. The links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.